When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Miles Mikulski podcast. What's going on, people? You're locked into Miles Mikulski, the podcast. And today we've got another guest who's doing big things right now. He's on a journey, you know what I mean? Since 2020, he's been dropping a project and two singles. And I'm really excited to, to see the journey this, uh, this young man is about to go on in the in the 20s of music, do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, R&B has, has come back now. A lot of people are invested in it. A lot of people are interested in it. And we've got a new shining light here. So introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are, man. Oh, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Kamari, and I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, and yeah, what I, I live in LA currently. But yeah, like you said, just put out Drifting, put out Dr. Mize. After taking a, like a year and a half break yeah. from Dr. Mize and just trying to figure out where I wanted to go musically and where I wanted to go sonically. And then through this like period of discovery of like music and art and just like a bunch of different things and yeah and ended up where we are now yeah i mean we're in central london in airbnb here and i feel like this is the power of music obviously you're a bit jet lagged at the moment you're a little bit a little bit tired you know i mean but we're up we're up though yeah, we're up. the time the time zones are a bit bad difference here i hear it and obviously the music has brought you across like across the world you know what i mean obviously london has become in the last couple of years quite a bespoke spot for music a lot of you know a lot of americans like coming over here sharing their thoughts and opinions with music a lot of well the uk's always been very receptive to american music and r&b as well and for you like what's been maybe a highlight this is that's your second time in the uk obviously the first time you were fully gonna remember you've only been here for a short period of time but like What's made you want to come to London in the first place? And obviously, you've, you don't know you've got a show coming up as well in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what what's made you want to come here and kind of vibe out with us, really? I mean, really, I mean, we kind of just spoke about it, like, briefly before we started the podcast. Yeah. But I think, for me, it was just exciting because hearing about a culture that deeply appreciates music the way that I was kind of, like, brought up to appreciate it, you know, I was excited to be able to be in this environment where I can you know get that feedback from people that feel you know yeah, yeah the same the same way about it but um also just because you know like you said it's a different culture it's a different place it's a different and it just it's just it just sounded like 
a dope place to begin this journey. Yeah. Coming from Dr. Mize, where I'm talking about like wanting to, you know, change the pace and trying to do different things from like sitting in my studio, my apartment every day, writing music. And, yep. you know, I think coming to London was a good place to kick off the journey. 100%. I mean, some of the comparisons, I want to go back, but we're going to just stick in the current realm at the moment as well. Yeah, but yeah. like some of the comparisons that you've got as you've dropped music, you know, we've seen Frank Ocean be mentioned. We've seen Mike Miller be mentioned as well. And then does that, do those like comparisons, obviously they're really big names. Huge names. Yeah, huge names. I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm trying to guide you in a certain way, do you know what I mean? Let yeah, me, let me yeah. learn, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, obviously with that, do you like getting compared to those artists? Of course, rest in peace, Matt Miller as well. But like, right. do you, or do you want to kind of just kind of let people appreciate your own music for, for you and then, and then develop? I mean, for me, it's difficult because it's not, I mean, it's not really, I don't think of it as a negative thing or, or I mean, I, I only see it as a positive, yeah. right? Because there was a period of my life, you know, for a couple of years where one of the three artists I was listening to was Mac Miller. You okay. know, there's a yeah, period yeah. of my life for a while where like one of the only artists I was listening to was Frank. So those influences along with many other ones are like really deeply embedded in like what I want to do musically and what yeah. I want to do artistically. So I really appreciate the comparison, but I would say like my biggest thing is that I always want to like be excited about going forward. I want to have my own artistic identity yep. and like, yes, those are pieces of me, but it's not like, I, I hope that I'm stepping forward and taking a piece of what they did yep. and like building upon that. You know yep. what I mean? So like there's more, there's more to it than just like, oh, it sounds like, or yeah, oh, yeah. it reminds me of, cause it's, I'm trying to build my own thing. Of course, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I mean, that's important as well. Like when you said building your own like enterprise yeah, yeah. musically, it's such an important thing. And like for you, obviously taking up a bit of a break and then now coming back yeah. with a track like Drifting, which is a really, really good track. A lot of people, if you ain't listened to it, listen, you're on the podcast right now. Thank you. I give you a break, go listen to it, come back, you know what I mean? press play again. <laughs> but it's just like a very cool track, which you can vibe to. Like for me, over the last three weeks that it's been out, I've had it on repeat quite a bit and it's been very enjoyable. Do you know mm. what I mean? And like what phase are you in now because obviously we've had like 2020 was it's been two years now in october which has been two years since your first project right, official right, project right. um which got a lot of love and support as well you know a couple of them hitting you know millions of streams on spotify to now get into this point now which is going to be obviously a different version of you you know you've been growing you've been developing over the last two years so as we step into this new single what version of you what mindset are you in because i feel like the song's very like escapism yeah. and like obviously drifting isn't a name in it so escapism drifting right but, right right but yeah like where are you at i mean it's interesting because i feel like i'm still very much like i feel like i'm just and like by just i mean like the last six months i'm just escaping that like covid quarantine mentality okay yeah do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I in a weird way i'm just like getting the gears turning again and i feel like i'm just getting moving and i feel like it, it, in a dope way the music like the timing of the release is very it's like it's very timely because drifting like you kind of said is about escapism but it's also in a way but it's also about like i thought the idea of having a song about me chasing and and feeling a lack of euphoria and just like wanting something more and feeling like something was missing in my life over that sample of like Nina Moan and like Nina Simone and her chasing euphoria yeah. and, and talking about how 
I mean, also her story is just incredible in general. But I just thought that was such a dope way to combine where I was at in my life um, when I wrote it. Yeah. And where I wanted to be artistically, if that makes sense. Like, just the, the combination of those two things and, yeah. like, the melancholy that her voice and her tone added to it. I felt like that was kind of, like, that just hit me in a way that I was like, all right, this is something that I was trying to achieve a couple years ago, but yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, what makes you ready for it now, then? Because, I mean, when you mm. kind of listen to people like Nina Simone, you listen to some of the, the classics. Yeah, it yeah, It wouldn't yeah. be classified as R&B, I guess, but soul music. Like what how do you how can you kind of develop that skill because i feel like that's that's difficult i can't sing it so i'm asking you from the, right right yeah. i mean it's interesting because i feel like something that like a discussion that me and my manager had a while back that i always like refer back to when people ask me things like this is that like sometimes you digest different influences and you don't really get to choose when they manifest themselves yeah. in your music right so it's like another thing about the last you know year or year and a half that i've been listening to or, or that i've been doing is like i've really been like trying to grow the spectrum of what i've been listening to so i've been listening to a lot of like 90s rock like 80s rock okay red hot chili peppers like nirvana like different types of stuff and you know at one point you know a couple years ago i had really gotten into like that bag of just like listening to like college dropout okay um late registration and yeah. i just really started to end from there like it was a bounce it was like a bounce pad like I, I from there went and studied a bunch of other things that were influenced that it was influenced by yeah and it made me appreciate like the use of samples and like the context and like the meaning of how and how people crafted songs around samples and like how it wasn't it wasn't just like oh this is just like a really dope sounding sample there's actually like a meaning that it adds to the song and like when they when they're they have when they're telling a story in a song the sample adds another layer to that story yeah so i, I that's something that i kind of wanted to achieve but and i had tried it in different ways but for some reason it just clicked with yeah. the song you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where you kind of can't tell when that influence is going to manifest itself until it does yeah you facts. know i yeah. mean does that mean that you like do you like being hands-on with the production? Because I know if you yeah, play- Yeah, 100%. You can play a few instruments, shall we? You're a talented guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, um, I, it's something that I grew into because I would say like around the time that the pandemic started, like I really, I knew that I wanted to be a producer and I knew that I, I, I wouldn't even say I knew, I felt like I had a, like a really I was chasing like a taste of sound, like a certain taste of sounds and like a way of, of thing, like a production and things that I liked that I didn't know how to create myself. Yeah. So like working with different collaborators like Trackside who who did, who uh, executive produced my first EP and are working with me on this one too. Um, and, and other collaborators, songwriters, producers in LA, I feel like I've learned a lot along the way. And especially during quarantine, I like really locked myself in and I like really studied sounds and you know like rhythm and like things that i had already internalized because i played like a bunch of instruments when i was a kid yeah but didn't know how to turn into a song sitting at a computer by myself yeah because yeah. i could always record my voice when i was younger doing yeah, yeah, things yeah. but i didn't know how to like always the music didn't always like fall yeah, yeah. to place you know what i mean yeah you can, you can press you can press the red button and do yeah, a yeah, 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 thing exactly. but it was like yeah. obviously scope didn't right, retract right. in exactly how you want it and yeah. like sometimes probably maybe someone was trying to like say oh, i need to it needs to sound like this and then you might not be able to translate that onto the page exactly yeah exactly, yeah exactly. i had the same issue but i never cracked it but right and yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you kind of know you start by knowing where you want to direct things and then i think the next step is like figuring out how to get it there yourself yeah right and obviously it doesn't mean you got to take it all the way there yourself but being able to say like 
all right these are some drums like these are some chords these are some textures this is like uh a pattern that i really like and i and i appreciate and it gives me an emotion that i want to chase cool how do we take this to the next level then you go to the song and it's like so i like building that out was like the first step of that process for me figuring that out I'm, and, and quarantine just gave me the space to figure that out by myself yeah, yeah. i mean that's, that's that's perfect to be fair because i mean for quarantine were you in la we in boston i was in boston okay so yeah yeah we could just, just i was like, on an island by myself in boston because there's not a lot of i not a lot of music people that i know out there in boston okay yeah oh, okay that's that's tough yeah because yeah, like obviously i'm not gonna like boston the only, the only thing i know from boston is the celtics man but like is that a musical city or is it like you know when you say you're oh, on yeah. an island it is it's such yeah, a musical yeah. city because you know actually berkeley is there like berkeley college of music is there yeah. there's a lot of, i went to berkeley actually for a semester or two yeah there's a lot of really talented musicians there um but for me just in, in like my community of producers songwriters and people that i was comfortable and familiar working with yeah i didn't have anybody in boston everybody okay. i knew was either in new york or la so um yeah so at that time i had just been really trying to dial in myself how to build production yeah, you yeah. know and how to like write songs with guitar or or starting with guitar and keys and then build it out from there yeah i mean that's important man because i think it gave a lot of people time to either reset themselves or really work on their craft other people just sat in the house and played Warzone. Yeah, I mean, that's a craft too, yeah, you know? I mean, you can't make money off that craft. Well, you yeah, can yeah. technically, but yeah. really and truly, let's be real. The people who are good at it are good at it and we ain't. So right, right, right. we move in it. But I mean, for you now then, with that evolution and you get into, I guess now maybe an EP, another EP or a project, does that, with all the skills that you've learned, make you want to executive, executive produce this one now? Or would you still kind of leave it in the hands of someone else and you kind of just make finishing touches on it? For sure. I would say I would say I'm definitely still like artistically, my ambitions are growing. I feel like every time I achieve something, I realize, okay, this is dope. I kind of feel like I have a little bit more of a grasp on this. How can I expand my reach in in, in this direction? Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm cautious about doing that too quickly because you know, collaboration is a very important thing. So yeah. at some point in the future, hopefully, but at some point in the future, you know. <laughs> yeah, I said yes or no. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, like, maybe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we could talk about collabs at least as yeah. well because for so far from the catalog of music that's out there, we haven't really got any features yet. Right, right, right. And it's been three, well, 2020, 21, 22. It's been right. three, three years, two years, whatever you want to call it, right? So um, is that something that you're being very selective on as well? Because I'm sure there must be loads of people probably like trying to come through in the DMs like and say, look, I want to work with you or even maybe label might want to say, look, I think it'd be a good placement if you work with this person, you could rise together, et cetera, et cetera. So like, are you being selective or are you open to it and you're just waiting for the right time? I feel that's the, that's the media way of saying that's the correct way, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say I'm definitely open to it and it's not that I, it's, it's something that I'm, I don't want to do. I would just say like, when we talk about like storytelling and, and the stories that I'm trying to tell, I feel like something that I really thought about in the process of making this this music was like, I'm telling a story about isolation and about like growth and, yeah. and about like being super, super introspective and, and, and like thoughtful about myself and, and where I was and where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And when I thought about it, I just didn't think it made sense for at the time yeah, yeah but that doesn't mean that it won't make sense you know soon yeah, yeah i just i just felt like 
for right and during this during this round of music it didn't really make sense you know yeah yeah I mean, it's, it's important to kind of know where you're at because you know what I mean because yeah, yeah. like, for you personality type would you say you're more introverted extroverted it's weird man Are it's weird sometimes I'm I, a little bit of both yeah yeah I, I, I feel like it depends on where where I'm at and who I'm with yeah you know I hear it I'm the same. <laughs> so, certain times it's like, you're right. Yeah. How you doing? Like, I want to talk to you right now. Yeah, but yeah, other yeah, times yeah. You're, you're super energetic. But I think it's it's the comfortability yeah. around certain people, though. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Because there's some people Definitely. that you can automatically see your good vibes. And there's other people you're like, I don't want to be around you right now. Say, see you later. So, I mean, it's important that all of this is coming through in the music. And now we're. Let's go back, actually. Let's actually go back a little bit. Let's go to let's go to the Berkeley days. Because they're, again, an important foundation for you. And um, you can play what? piano violins or so when i was younger i used to play violin like you can still play it violin was like <laughs> the first instrument i played yeah. ever and i was like i think like probably i was super super young i don't remember like maybe like seven or eight or ten or something like around that age yeah, like yeah. when i started playing violin and i don't remember exactly how but i just remember that being kind of a launch pad for me like getting into other things yeah wanting to write songs you know i my grandfather got me my first keyboard and on that keyboard i just like wanted to write songs and i wanted to like learn how to play songs that i liked and so that was kind of like the bud of my musicality yeah and then from there yeah like i i just started to play like a bunch of different random stuff like i picked yeah. up drums at one point i picked up guitar which i still play yeah um still play keys i played uh trump like uh French horn. I played like flute clarinet. This is wild. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I just like I felt like for me, like in middle school and like high school, that was my way of like challenging myself because it was like, okay, cool. If you can figure this out to a certain degree, and then like pick up another one, like that was like you know, kids would play like video games. Yeah. I never really played video games like that when I was a okay. kid. You know, I didn't really play basketball. Yeah. I wasn't really athletic, so I, that was me kind of like that was my sport. You okay, know, listen to be fair, like I don't know if that's. A, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The video missing out of the video games, especially as a teenager, as wild yeah. at the same time. Oh, I got I well. I didn't miss out. I got into that later on. Okay, but, so, yeah, what, so what you play? What's your game? Call, I, like Call of Duty. So Call of Duty, yeah, yeah but. I, that was like very late like I'm, i was a late bloomer in that yeah, sense because yeah. i didn't really experience that when i was younger okay covid covid get, got me into video games yeah, yeah. <laughs> see we, we spoke about it straight away here at the beginning of the, the podcast so yeah i mean it's, to be fair i ain't got a reaction time anymore for that you know i can't even lie to you guys I, like i mean you gotta keep up compete with the with the young see, see me i was back in fortnite a couple years ago i gave up with my shooting games man i can't do it no more <laughs> but like obviously with learning and challenging yourself like that I guess some people's mentality would be, I've learned all this stuff, I've clocked it, I've I've done everything I need to do in that realm. But like, how do you kind of keep yourself focused and challenged when you're dealing with new things? Or are you someone that likes to go out and try the unknown? Or do you know when to kind of say, let me lock in and stay in this space for a while, develop that and then move on? I think it's really like, it's kind of hard for me to like explain because, or articulate because it's, it's kind of, just following like inspiration mm -hmm. you know like i don't i can't tell you why like playing instruments was something that was like really inspiring to me yeah and when i saw like a stevie wonder at the keys and like singing and like he, his songs felt the way it made me feel the way that 
they seem to make everybody else feel and yeah. everybody connected to them the way that they did and you know like sly and the family stone like in 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 you know just like seeing great musicians at like the interception of art music and and storytelling like yeah. that was always really special to me so i don't know what it is behind that that like made me want to chase after that but i found that playing instruments was a gateway to that yeah you know what i mean like i i don't know that it was the thing i wanted to do but it was something that i, I knew i needed to do in order to get me to where i wanted to be 100 percent. yeah so, i mean basically join a live show now I need to see all these instruments out. Yeah. I need I to mean, see you just jumping across each one. It's, just, coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Listen, just, as long as the stomach is on point, you know, do you want me to, like, he's playing the instrument well, but he's not singing right now. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But like, let's talk about the London show actually. So it's going to be in London bridge. By the time this podcast comes out, it might already have happened. Mm. It might not have. It might be on the evening of, if not, it was a week, it was a week ago. Right, right, right. So, I mean, what, what do you expect from London fans? Because obviously everyone like always has a when you go to a different place. Yeah, everyone says, "Oh, the fans are like this, the fans are like that." What have you heard about the London fans? I just heard that they appreciate music. I just heard that like yeah, yeah. there's gonna be like a, it's like a really dope R and B showcase, and that like the people that show up to the showcase really show up to appreciate the music, and that's yeah. why I'm like really excited to do it. You know, and I mean, it's only my second show ever, yeah. so it's it's kind of it's. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little nervous, but you know, I'm I'm mostly excited about about like going into it and just again like playing some new music, playing some old music, and just kind of like feeling out with the reaction. Yeah, I mean, I can say from going to quite a few shows in my time, everyone just likes the vibe. If you got yeah. like I, like I went to a, literally a show last week, right. and it was again someone relatively new on the scene, but it was a small venue, maybe like fifty people venue, but she was just telling us about how she prefers like another part of the UK over London. That's it, and I was like, "All right, cool. You don't have to say it, don't say it too <laughs> yeah. much. You say they're a bit too, yeah, too yeah, happy, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? But <laughs> people just want a vibe with it, and that's what that's kind of what you want. Do you know what I mean? And I think like a lot of the time, a lot of people in London, they're just here for the vibes. And I feel like right. the music that you provide is very vibey, but we like good context as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like for you now, moving beyond this trip to London. Like I'm pretty. You only staying in London. Are you going across around the UK? Just London. Just London. Just London. That's where you need to be, Jacob. Shout out to the UK. Um, yeah. Like when you go back to LA, what's what's the plan? Like, are you going to lock in again? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point, at some point soon, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into like making music again and 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 really trying to like extend myself again artistically because I feel like the other dope thing about like making music and and trying to figure out uh what i wanted to do next was like not only working on the music but when you make the music you got to work on the visuals you got to yeah. like figure out that stuff so that's been another like tough but like dope part of of, of doing it is is just like it's my strength has always been i feel like with the music yeah. and so like with with the other stuff and the visuals and the in the in the videos i kind of get to like play around and that's again something that's really exciting to me now because i feel like in a weird way the instruments and, and the visuals kind of swap places where now i see that as like the shiny toy of like okay i gotta figure this out like, yeah, yeah i gotta figure out how to how to tell a story in a, in a unique way you yeah. know because i really it, i liked music uh movies when i grew up yeah my, my family was you know avid like movie watchers they love movies so for me that's the next thing that i want to like really figure out and just like 
get really, really good at. Yeah. You know? I mean, this might be super technical, but like when you're writing songs, can you see the music video in front of you at the same time? Nah, man. And you know what? I'm actually jealous of everybody that says they can do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> for me, it, like I really have to think about it because yeah. I, I, I think when I write music, I write from such a just place of raw emotion that I'm not really thinking about that that i'm not really thinking too far ahead yeah so so for me i don't really see like a, a whole like set i don't see a, a whole visual i don't see like what's happening no nah, i don't see none of that yeah <laughs> to be fair i feel like that will come though yeah, yeah. The, the thing the more music you drop especially if you've got like a song that is a even more personal story which is like maybe you're not name dropping exact people or things but like you know the story and you're recollecting it through song. Yeah, yeah. Then things will unfold, but then obviously you don't want to be right. using like for like models and certain people be messaging you and then exactly, guess, exactly, exactly. But I mean, like as we kind of come to the end of the the podcast right now, um, yeah. What else have you got going on in your life, man? Like you wanna that like you might potentially want to share with the people. It's just music. It's just like I'm really right now. I'm just really focused and excited to to share the music and and like to to roll it out and 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 get people's reaction again because I took such a, a a break from Doctor My Eyes and just kind of I feel like drifting was like a dope first foot forward. But I can't wait for people to hear yeah. this what's coming next because I really you know with the collaborators that I worked on the music with I worked really hard on it so and I'm, I'm just excited to see what everybody else feels about it. Yeah, I mean it's great because we have got a few like the two singles post ep in 2020 and now people are going to be able to embark on a journey are you looking to consistently drop now or are we getting a we're not getting another song a year in it you can't be starving, <laughs> can't be starving people like that you know no 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 definitely it's definitely more of a more of a steady flow coming yeah, yeah. Of, of, of music and and I'm, I'm excited for that too because it's again like i took a break because i really wanted to figure out what i wanted to say but i feel like i figured that out so yeah yeah i mean that's i mean that's the best part because i feel like just chatting to you now for the last like 20 minutes i feel like you really got like your, your mindset on where you want to go mm. and i feel like things are going to fall into place nicely so Listen, I'm here for it. Bro. I'm here for the. I'm here for the vibes. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm gonna be enjoying the music as as and when it drops as well. And um, it's good that you know. It's good that you're with the label as well because the label can help push. Obviously, there's probably in this day and age, there's so many people that probably scream. It's better to stay independent. So, are you happy with like obviously now that you're with the you know the choice that you've made? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I would say I would say I'm I'm in a very like fortunate position, and I feel like if you what i'll say is if you work with people that that are creatives themselves and also appreciate creatives it's a very nurturing environment yeah and i feel like from from in my situation where i started um and based on what i wanted to learn i feel like i was handed the people that i needed to be handed at the time yeah so I, I'm, I'm very excited moving forward about about the environment you know yeah and that's it people that's all you need to know that's all we got time for right about now because we could go on to have a longer conversations but you need to go and listen to the music you know what i'm saying and then we could do this when you come next time to london and then there'll be a next evolution to the story absolutely so uh yeah where can people find you man what's the handles on instagram at uh, kamari music on twitter at kamari and i think that's it i don't have tiktok i don't have why you got TikTok? Nah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie yeah. I haven't got TikTok in it. But I feel like for musicians especially, yeah. you got to be... I don't, you, have, you have to do a challenge. You have to do a drifting challenge. But you, you have to... I feel like 
when I when I have a way to utilize the platform that that makes sense for me, yeah. maybe maybe. I guess yeah, because I guess because I know there was a stage in your career, and I, I said goodbye to everyone, but we're, we're still continuing. <laughs> Sorry, people, you have to listen a bit longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you were doing covers. Yeah, um, it, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, you should have ended the interview. Now. <laughs> yeah, should have ended the interview. But, no, but um, yeah, it was, it was a, it was definitely a learning experience. I mean, again, that was a part of the the time where I felt like I, I, I just was figuring out what I wanted to do. Yeah. So. Different time. Now, now I know what I want to do. <laughs> no more covers, basically. It's, 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 it's like, the one thing I will say though, and I do like it, even when it like like when people kind of get out of that phase, yeah. is when they do mashup songs. There was one girl I saw randomly on YouTube doing like a breakdown of two like UK R and B singles, and it was only coming up as a YouTube advert. And I was trying to find it for the longest time because mm. it, it, it it works, but you can't find it. So sometimes yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, covers yeah. are not. I know everyone looks at it like covers are the way to kind of get noticed, to get signed, and then you kind of release your own yeah. stuff. I don't think covers are the worst thing in the world. You say they are, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I think, again, I think it just depends on what you want to do. I think I think at that time, I didn't know what kind of artist I wanted to be because I didn't know yet what artists I would appreciate you know, yeah. or what I would end up appreciate. And the more I, I, I grew into and study people's artistry, the way they carried themselves, the way the stories that they told, I just felt like it didn't make sense. And so, yeah. The thing is, the more you're saying this stuff, I'm just like, I'm really looking forward to the more music that comes out because I, it just sounds well orchestrated. And it sounds well for so. and uh, <laughs> I, like, I like the humility as well. The humility is too is good too. I hope so. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, a lot of time we're in this age where people are just chucking out songs now mm -hmm. and even the r&b records some of them sound yeah. emotive but others just sound like just bait r&b shoes it's like i mean I, it's interesting because i feel like we just live in such a time right now where like because of the internet and because of how fast everything moves and how fast the culture moves i feel like it's just it becomes really easy to feel the pressure to put out content quote unquote content or to do things or to exploit you know that that talent yeah the way that other people expect you to in order to compete with other other people in in that environment yeah and i feel like back to the tiktok thing that's one of the reasons why i don't feel that you know because i feel like i i appreciate the ability to grow in yeah. the in an in an incubator and to kind of like to really look at the things that in the artists and like you know go to museums and like watch movies and like just learn about things that you don't necessarily get to be as thoughtful about if you are just putting out stuff you know True. so but i feel like we live in a time where it's just so easy to listen to the same things yeah. because of the algorithm is feeding that it's oh, the yeah, algorithm nice. feeding it to you you know so you know similarly to what i was just talking about i just feel like it's really important to just go back and like listen to old music and to yeah. like listen to what inspired your parents and like what they were playing around the house when you know when you were a kid or you know like what what you what made you get into music when you were a kid or like the rap the, uh inspired the rappers that you listen to or the writers that you listen to or just anything like just like your favorites go study what they study because yeah. that's that's you'll, you'll find new inspiration there and then you go layer by layer and you yeah. just you keep cracking it open you know oh, that's the thing i was literally as you said it before i was about to say it as well oh, like when okay. you said about the the rock that you were listening to as yeah, well yeah. like i mean sometimes i watch like genius deconstructed or i watch something else and you'll literally see them start talking about a reference to 
something you wouldn't expect them to listen to because right, right. they're just making like maybe like hip hop or trap music or whatever. Yeah. But they're talking about some 1970s rock band that they've flipped and it sounds so different. Do you know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I, have you heard Burner Boy's Last Last? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously that's from Tony Braxton. Mm. You kind of don't, wouldn't expect that. And even like from our yeah. side, because like obviously the UK has been more connected to Afrobeats, I think for longer than Americans right. have. Right, right, But even that's been a bit of a, so that was a surprise for a lot of people. But then it seemed to have, it crossed over in it. And In a crazy him, way. Yeah, like. In a crazy way. Yeah, like <laughs> it became one of the songs of the summer, if yeah. not the song of the summer, especially yeah. in the UK as well. Like, and I feel you need to be diverse with your, if you yeah. want to be a great artist, you have to be diverse with your production style, with your influences. Because yeah. if you just, if you're a rapper right now in 2022, obviously I know you're a singer, but she's rap for example, sorry, hip hop. Mm-hmm. And you just say <laughs> your only influences are Young Fuck, Gunner, Lil Baby, right, right. and Lil Durk. We know what you're going to sound like. I mean, when I really dug into it, I learned that like some of my greatest influences they were listening to a lot of stuff that I wasn't listening to. And it made a lot of sense as to the pieces that I was missing because there's like a rawness, like mm-hmm. the further layer, like we were talking about layers, like the, the deeper you go in those layers, the more raw it is. Like, yeah. you know, like some of my greatest influences, like listening to like Jody Mitchell, mm-hmm. uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Portishead, like Incubus. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I feel like the, the further you go and the further I went down that rabbit hole, the more and more I learned and I was like, all right, I might not make an album that sounds exactly like this, mm-hmm. like straight like this, but yeah. whatever I do is going to be a culmination of the things that I like from these albums. And I think that, like I said, that's a really dope thing about like music and art or just, you know, like anything in general is that you really have a choice in this shit. Like you can really go and you can dig as deep as you want to. Yeah. And you can make something that is completely different yet inspired by all of them. So, you know, back to your point about like, music sounding the same yeah. i just think we ha- like as artists we just have the responsibility to do that you know like yeah, it's yeah. kind of like i feel the same about movies mm-hmm. like there's so many movies that are coming out that i feel like are 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 plot wise things that we've already seen oh facts yeah yeah. and you know i feel like more inclined to go back and watch movies that i watched when i was a kid yeah, or yeah. that my parents hit my parents up and be like yeah what yo what movies were you watching when you were a kid what were your favorite movies because mm. those are the movies that were inspired are inspiring the people that are yeah. making movies now you know facts i mean to be fair like i for film i'm shaky in it because i used to say mm. i used to say to my like my mom especially any film made before no yeah before 1990 was trash really i don't agree with that now I was, okay, I was, okay, I was gonna say. I was, I was young, I was stupid, do you know what I'm saying? I was gonna like, say, I was gonna say, but I used to feel that way too until I really dug, dug yeah. into it, you know? Yeah, because you need to like look and look at the influences and see, like for example, like Albert Hitchcock's, Alfred yeah, Hitchcock, yeah. Albert, you know, Lord. Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho is such a, like the shower scene is so iconic and people have used iterations of that throughout oh, horror fiction. films in the last 70 years since it's been made. Mm. And there's so many little different films that these directors have really studied. But like you said, I think we're in that age. I can't believe we've gone off this from TikTok, but just <laughs> we've gone on for like, I'm worried. I haven't seen yeah, a film. Yeah. Like there's this film, Bodies, 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 that's coming out. Okay. And it's like a Gen Z film, right? And like, I looked at the trailer in it and I'm not Gen Z, I'm millennial in it. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, when I'm seeing in the trailer, you've triggered me and all this. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, what's what's this film? Like, cause, and I'm like, I'm still gonna go watch it when it comes up because I'm interested in seeing like what the influences are in that. But I sometimes feel like people just throw out content for the sake of content and they don't think yeah. about it. Yeah, and that's that's again like 
to wrap that to bring that point back around is like i just i just i feel like you got to be thoughtful you know like it's it's important to be to be thoughtful and to and to like to take care when you're putting out things that can can have a positive impact on other people you know like when i listen to like the old kid cutting music and yeah. like i just like the way in the mac miller you mentioned mac miller too like just some of them the way that the way that those artists made me feel yeah when i was in a time that i needed that yeah that that's dope you know like if i can make if i can make somebody feel that way or somebody feel like they can make somebody else feel that yeah, way yeah. that's the, that's the reason you do it yeah so again super deep emotion mm. are you an emotional person I don't mean like don't don't skate around it. It's, I mean we all we all are, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm a savage. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean we all we all yeah, are. Yeah. No, but I mean like I guess R and B artists have always had that stigma in it, like yeah, yeah, exactly. of being like not super soft. Cause I wouldn't say that because I've seen stories about R and B artists doing a bad thing. I'm like, all right, relax. Mm-hmm. But like, there's always been that stigma of you know R and B artists are more maybe not like. I'm trying to uh, no what's the word empathetic not empathetic mm. em, empath that kind of mm-hmm. you see what I'm trying to go with it yeah, yeah 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 like I don't know if that makes a big difference in music and I, I guess because I think most music lovers are though because yeah. music is such an emotive thing yeah you know what I mean like you can't you can't not be you can't not empathize with somebody if you're listening to an album and you're like damn like that shit like really made me feel you know what i mean yeah true 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 you know because yeah, it's, yeah. it's really about like that and that's why i love like good albums and artists that like really take the time to make it feel like every song is a museum yeah. of a thought that they had or a place that they were in like yeah. mentally or situation like confessions like j cole's like forest hill drive yeah. you know what i mean like this you're gonna say confessions as well yeah like even like billy joel like the stranger it's like those are really like those are albums that like you listen to and you're like okay i really even if it's not music that i would make myself i really feel where you're at like yeah, I, yeah. you know what i mean i can kind of connect to it even if i didn't live exactly what you live yeah so I feel like you kind of got to be like an empath to appreciate music in that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm now technically that means I'm an empath. Wow. Yeah. I never yeah, thought I mean, about it like that. There good. you go. <laughs> it's been a bit. I said no one. If you're listening, I know empath. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like we've come to the point now. I feel like we've gone through with, with you know, I don't feel like I've grilled you, but I feel like mm. we've gone into, you know, we've had a, a good conversation. Yeah. Um, And yeah, man, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what else you, like you do, what else you drop. And... Are we getting a music video for for drifting at some stage? Hopefully, please. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, was, I was hoping the answer was gonna be yes. Yeah. I say hopefully, yes. Hopefully, you know what I mean, if I got anything to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, no, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Listen, the right people that are listening to this, I know you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> do the right thing. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Do the right thing. Because even even that, yeah. I get that. Was like I'm about to wrap this up and like find something else. Mm. Like drifting reminds me of Novocaine. Mm. Just because of the, the drug reference in there and the drifting away and you know mm. stuff like that. Is that something that's been brought up or is that was that conscious or it wasn't, I think I think again, I just think the nature of the like the I think part of that is just a combination of A the influences yeah. and B the emotion that I that were that like the headspace that I was in. Mm. So I mean I, and I definitely I could see that, right? Like I think yeah, just a combination of the the emotion and the headspace that I was in. Plus, being at a time where that like was very sonically influential to me, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, let, let him continue. Yeah, yeah. Keep, yeah. Drop, keep dropping the bangers, man. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, oh the God. London show 
if this comes up before, I'm kind of. I need to get. I need to try and slide through and come to the show. <laughs> yeah, so, hopefully, yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, because I want. I want to hear Wednesday night. Wednesday night, and if not, it was last Wednesday. But even when it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was Wednesday, the twelfth of October, because you might be listening in 2023, yeah, 24, yeah. 25. All right. It was Wednesday, the twelfth of October, twenty twenty two. Listen, come on, smash it. But yeah, man, appreciate you for joining the podcast today. Um, and yeah, man, hopefully catch you soon. Thank you, man, for having me. I appreciate it. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today mypatriotsupply.com Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.